What do you think, Dom? <laughs> Throw it to me first. Um, well, if we continue to do the same thing, expecting different results, that's insanity. <laughs> Test, test, one, two, three. You know who I be. It's your boy, Don Wall, a.k.a. Moral SP. Of course, I'm here with Carl, the homie. Welcome to Embrace Matters of Richmond podcast, season four. If you're just joining us on our journey, Carl and I have been getting to know our community and the issues that threaten to tear us apart. We are actually back from summer break. I know it's, man, it's like... And then some. Yeah. Well, Let's when, be transparent. Yeah, and then some. It's actually been a minute, a little while. Uh, and if you're listening to this, it is October. So happy October. Happy, happy pumpkin, pumpkin spice. You know what I'm saying? PSL, everything, but not please. Oh, <laughs> I mean, in Richmond, pumpkin, pumpkin spice goes crazy in Richmond. So, um, but yeah, happy October, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, our summer break was super long, but there's a reason for that though. Like we need time to break and, lack of a better word, embrace our community. But then we also need time to plan. Like, mm-hmm. like we don't want to, we, we can't just jump into what we do and not upgrade in certain ways. Not like, I mean, we really want it to be like, we always stress like being consistent, me and you. So like, I think we, we, we came together and we had a hardcore plan. Okay. This is how season four is going to go. And we nailed it. And we nailed it. <laughs> so, um, well, oh, that's to be seen. Well, the, we, we're going to nail it. We're going to nail season mm-hmm. four. I'm, I'm excited about season four. I don't think we've ever been this thought out and meticulous and planned. And, uh, we got some, we got some new toys, some new, uh, you know, things to help us out. We got Gabriella doing her thing in the background as well. Uh, the team is back. You know what I'm saying? The team is back. Um, so I'm excited about season four. Uh, we have a lot of things planned this season. Like a lot. A lot. And we have some, well, hopefully we'll have some new faces, but we have some old faces returning as well. Or no, no spoilers? No, no, faces. no spoilers, but no faces, voices. Why not faces? <laughs> is that the new thing? Is that the new thing? We, I don't know. Are we going video? We, are we conquering YouTube? Maybe. I don't know. We should, bro. We should just go crazy. Like we should go real crazy and see what happens, but... Um, nonetheless, we will continue to give you the guys, the content, uh, hopefully our content is helping you are learning from it is teaching you is challenging you and all of those things. Um, but real quick, how was your summer Carl? Let's get into that. I am tired of traveling. You've been tra- You have been traveling a lot. Traveling I know you're so tired. Much. Of like when the summer ended, I thought maybe it'll, it'll be over. Yeah. However, I've been traveling for work still and for some friends and family. People getting married. People, yeah, it's yeah. Just like people getting married. Um, but I don't mind it. I used to love. I I still do. Like if I'm in the moment, I can do it. But mm-hmm. it it comes at a cost to things at home. So I'm hoping for more staycationing if vacationing or holidays happen. And then just I'm also looking forward to just getting to you know, deepen my relationships here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the summer is good. 
I went to another state park for the first time. Ooh, which one? Grand Tetons. Or it's a national park, not just a state park, but a national park. And I think it's my favorite national park. Where is that at? So far. It's in Wyoming. Word. Yep. Yep. Me in Wyoming. (laughs) (laughs) I have heard things about Wyoming, but I've never actually set foot in Wyoming. Well, the things you hear about Wyoming are a little different in Jackson Hole, where the Tetons are. It's a little bit more populated. That's fair. Definitely expensive. but I know uh, that one of Kanye's um, many uh, studios is famously in Wyoming. I totally see that. I can totally see it happening. You can totally see it happening? Yep. There's also a lot of people moving to Wyoming. I I see that too, you know? Yeah. People fleeing from the cities over the last three years and all these small pockets of places that have been either neglected or abandoned or you can just say dormant for a yeah. while. They're starting to get some attention. But yeah, other than that, uh, other than the travel, been working with my nonprofit and we're doing some good things, made a lot of yeah. progress recently and that's good. Yeah, most definitely, man. Um, my vacation was the opposite. Oh, how was yours? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, my summer vacation, I wish I had gone places. Okay. Um. But I was I was definitely a Richmondite this summer. I did a lot of improv shows. I'm sorry, um, I missed them. It is there's always improv shows. If you listen to this, is not we are not advertising for uh, moral supports, improv adventures, and excursions. But if you are in Richmond and you want to see live theater, whether it's uh, straight theater or it's improv comedy, there's a number of improv comedy shows here in the city. And the most famously done by Bridge Nine. So check them out. Um, but I've been doing shows and I did not get to do the traveling that I wanted to do. Did you have plans or intentions? I had intentions. They didn't manifest into plans. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because, and this is kind of like a whole issue that kind of went over the summer. Uh, embrace what we do here y'all is so important to me like I didn't get it tattooed on my arm for no reason True, it means a lot to me and I would like to we just turned off the air conditioner my bad <laughs> no it's okay it's, okay. it's getting kind of chilly in here uh, shout out to Good People Studios man always allowing us to use the use the premises for a great price you can't beat it Um, but I I wish we had the support, the money, the whatever that it would take for me to fully just focus on embrace. Like all of my time, my, you know, my brain from 805 to 315 or whatever, all of that, like all of the work hour stuff. I wish I can use it for that. Um, But, you know, my job takes most of my energy. It saps it Um, mental, emotional, physical, all of that. And during the summer, I, I thought like, man, like maybe I can get to doing some fun, maybe unlock some creative energy, use that for embrace. That didn't happen. You know, I didn't get to travel anywhere. I didn't get to like really sit and plan and dream about things because mm-hmm. in some ways things kind of like changed over the summer. Um, but we got together and we were able to refocus and kind of just go after our purpose or continue to go after the purpose of this venture. Um, this podcast is one of them. 
So we dedicated a lot of time, or you you helped me dedicate a lot of time to thinking this through, the podcast, that is, and just thinking of how we can continue to make an impact. Um, so I don't know, I hope that, that was a mood point. I didn't mean to bring it down. <laughs> I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to make it sad. No, you're just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real, man. That's how my summer was. My summer wasn't my summer wasn't the best only because I didn't really get to travel as much. Um because of, you know, man, teachers. We'll get into it at some point this season. Teachers aren't cared about, man. And when it comes to I'm so, you know, I'm not I'm not rich. I'm a podcaster, but we we don't have no money like that. You know, mm-hmm. at least I don't. And you know, I don't have the funds to to do all the things I would love to do, but that's another story. Um, but yeah, did you over the summer? Did you hear about uh, Taylor's uh, Matchbox Mutual Aid? I did. I even drove by it. You just, <laughs> me too. I, I went. I checked out a um, a chicken spot over there, and it just happened to be right across the street. And I was like, "Oh snap! There, there it is." is. Um, but embracers out there, if you didn't know, our good friend, great friend of the show, Taylor Scott opened up a mutual aid it is called the matchbox um it is over in the north side of richmond so check it out um it is going to i think they're still putting it together yeah they had a, a big move in yeah they had a huge move move in and uh that building is going to help so many people on the north side so many people mm-hmm. uh so obviously like taylor said during embrace space man if you want to help out if you want to get involved that's that's a place where you can go and serve. Um, and you can go be a part of something great. You know, Taylor's doing so many awesome things. I believe that she has something. She she has something like every all the time. I'm keep all seeing, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, new there's new flyers for stuff. There's just stuff going on all the time. So uh she is one of our superheroes here in Richmond, Virginia. We're lucky to have her. So thanks, New Orleans. <laughs> Shout out to New Orleans. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, Moving around along, we can get into our Big Facts segment. Big Facts is where we, either me or Carl, will shout out a person, mm-hmm. organization, or events happening already making a difference in Richmond. This episode's shout out goes to Black RVA. That's B-L-K-R-V-A. The website is www.visitblk.com. KRVA.com. Black RVA is a true celebration of black culture in the Richmond region. Black contributions to Richmond's culture date back centuries, and our rest and their restaurants, communities, and legacies continue to thrive here. We're most vibrant than ever before. We're rooted in in our history, yet rising to create unique, authentic experiences for all who visit. Here, you can connect with your past, celebrate your present, and look toward a future filled with black excellence. It's worth traveling for. And I agree as well. It is so worth traveling. Um, You can plan a trip, grab a bite, or catch a vibe, and see all that Black RVA has to offer. Now, that's a big fact. Um, and real quick, I didn't have in there, but you can hit them up or check them out on Instagram at. Yeah, it's just like their URL. Visit BLKRVA. Visit BLKRVA. So check them out on Instagram. Follow them. Uh, that is a big fact. I also have another special shout out, Carl. Mm. 
I have a, a shout out to the socials. And maybe this is something that we can do all the time, depending on how engagement goes. <laughs> um, but I, I just felt the need to, you know, I, I'm super excited for this episode or this launch of season four. Um, I reminisced about 2020 when we started this. I even listened to a little bit. I I was going through our messages mm-hmm. on, on, on the phone. We have iPhones. And it backlogs everything like content-wise, like videos, audio stuff, pictures. It, it has all of that. It keeps it, stores it. And I clicked on an audio, mm-hmm. and it was our very, very first audio broadcast. <laughs> What'd you notice? I noticed rough diamonds in a rough <laughs> diamonds in a rough, and it was man. It I mean I, I cut it off. I cut it off, bro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Cut it off real quick. Um, but man, hearing Jay's voice, hearing Kelly Jane's wow. voice, like it was it was our first try at this. I don't even think I had a drop. Like the test, test one, two, three. That wasn't. I don't yeah, even think I had that. It was our first venture even recording anything. And we talked for a good, what, hour and a half, hour 45. We were talking forever. We talked then. forever. But it just made me think, like, man, we've been doing this for a little while, man. And we've we've had a lot of changes. And we've had a lot of people support us throughout the years. Yeah, that's and right. I just wanted to, you know, gauge the waters and see who's out there, who is paying attention, who is supporting, even if it's just a like mm-hmm. uh, or a comment or a follow. Um, but I put out, said, Hey, like, you know, to celebrate season four's kickoff, um, you know, like comment, follow, and we will shout you out during our first episode of this, uh, season. So here's some of our supporters from the interwebs. Shout out to Rachel Garman Williams, Kate Becker, Maury, Bryce Fritz, Mm -hmm. the greater Richmond church of Christ, Jen Bianchi. Amy Weiss, Cody Dowdy, Rachel Joyce Anderson, Michael Zacharias, Vera Timberlake, CJ Shields, James Prater, Colleen Joseph, you know her. Oh, yeah. Vincent Slay, and Nita Dean. Thank you guys so much for your support. We, We feel it. We hear it. We see it. All of that. And we thank you so much for the bottom of our heart here. Thank you all. Um, And if I miss anybody... It's, it's not because we don't care, but it's because we started recording this episode before I looked at my phone again. And I checked it a number of times. Till next time. Till next time. I'll, I'll keep a backlog of it and I'll make sure that I work this into the shout outs, uh, big facts segment. So thank you guys from Embrace. So let's get into some controversy, Carl. Like we here to talk about some things. This is. This is like the the season opener, but like some there's a lot of stuff that happened over the summer, man. A number of stuff that happened over the summer. One of them being, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> what are you laughing at? The fact that we get to talk about it. Hey, we ha- we we haven't addressed it because <laughs> it happened over the summer. Uh, the Alabama broke brawl <laughs> happened over the summer. Um. And I don't even, I'm not even going to, I don't need to open up a link to read anything. Okay. Mm. The, um, if you haven't heard, obviously you have, but if you haven't heard, allegedly 
because I'm, you know, I'm not a cop. I don't, I wasn't there. I'm, I don't know for sure, but this is alleged. From what we mm-hmm. saw, from what I saw from a video, there's a number of videos, different angles. Um, there was a security guard who was trying to get a smaller boat to move because there was a cruise liner, like a small cruise liner thing kind of coming in and the boat was taking up dock space. So he's trying to get them to move. Um, and instead of, uh, the smaller boat filled with, uh, white occupants and the security guard was a black man. The white occupants jumped the black man. It was a number of them. It was more than two. Okay. It was a good six, five, six, seven of them. And they jumped the black guy. You know, the black guy tried to fight back a little bit, but they jumped him. Um, but what they didn't realize is that they were surrounded by a huge number of African-Americans and black people came from every direction. I mean, one kid jumped off the boat and swam to the dock quite triumphantly. Uh, you know, a number of people came down the hill and it was an all out brawl. And it was weird at first to see. Because when stuff like this happens, usually it doesn't go down this way. And I found myself feeling a number, more than one thing at a time, Carl. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, my first reaction before the the brawl really happened, my first reaction was like, oh, here we go. I I can't watch this. You mean it wasn't black people can swim? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. But man, did he swim? Like that was that's some deep water. Like he jumped in that thing and he like he he killed that. Mm-hmm. Like I, it would have took me a little bit to swim. I can swim, but it would have took me a little bit to get my bearing after jumping off of a ship. You know what I'm saying? It's like jumping off a diving board. You know, committed. He was committed. Um, but I was feeling like, man, this isn't going to end well. I'm tired of seeing it not end well. But then the tape, the my how the tables have turned, and uh, you know I, I feel kind of kind of bad, but I felt good. <laughs> like you know I, I feel bad now, or I you know when I as I think back, I'm like man, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of happy to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is me speaking truthfully. I was like, man, for for once, the people was was committed to not allowing tragedy to strike again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm, I do not condone violence at all, but everybody went home. Thank God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now there was one guy that was swinging a chair um, and he was hitting people with chairs and I, that's, that's, that's too far. Like he took it to another level. Um, but I, I do say to my, I do say to myself, how does this unite or restore relationships? It doesn't, or it didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. What do you think about it? I've been talking a lot. Uh, there are a lot of things I think about it. Uh, one, I didn't really think about until you just mentioned it, but it, I think it, it lends itself to the, the bystander 
mentality mm-hmm. and how there's just an overwhelming amount of that. And it's not like people only pulling out their phones just to document that something happened, but there was this large participation to, you know, serve justice or to stop something from happening. Now, I think it definitely went a little too far because it was was violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it also challenged a lot of the stereotypes. So like what I mentioned in just uh, a moment ago, I think people need to see that we're all people, you know. Yeah. You know, people of color are people. We don't just eat watermelon, fried chicken, and can't swim. Right. Um, but we we care about our community and any injustices. And I think the only the primary reason why people reacted is because they saw that you know one guy was being overwhelmed by this other group, and now you know it led to either balancing the scales a little bit, and that was the reaction there. I do wish that things had unfolded a little differently. You know, Me too. Alcohol was involved and yeah. where it happened also played a factor into that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I'm I'm not going to stay here super long. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to stay here super long. I just kind of wanted to breeze over the, some of the stuff that happened over the summer that we um, had to like sit on. Uh, until we started this pod back up, but um, yeah, my heart, my prayers goes out to everybody involved, you know, and I hope, I pray that there's some way there can be a restorative justice, you know, restorative, you know, a, a restoration to relationship. How do we mend this? Mm-hmm. Or do we just continue to hate each other? Did did that brawl just give these white people another reason to fear and hate us? Did we fall into the stereotype of we're just violent and they baited us and we fell right into it? Um, And I don't want to seem insensitive to the, the gentleman that was getting jumped because at the same time, I'm like, man, I, man, if I was there, I would have jumped in too. Um, but I have to I have to be honest on my heart is how can we as people as a community mend relationships that's something that we haven't figured out do we haven't figured that out yet and I wish that we would um put some thought to that moving right along summertime in Florida these next two things both happened in Florida over the summer um Florida's new black history policy the governor this is from cnn.com uh shout out to y'all the governor's office has defended the changes to the black history curriculum um, in Florida, noting that the AP African-American studies course also outlines, outlines how in addition to agricultural work, enslaved people learned specialized trades and worked as painters, carpenters, tailors, musicians, and healers in the North and the South. Once free, African-Americans use these skills to provide for themselves and others. Um, You know, DeSantis uh, addressed the controversy surrounding the new education standards, saying scholars wrote the curriculum and that it was not politically motivated. Um, And that was his only 
kind of remarks to it. Um, but this is not just, it says AP, but it's like, this is not just an AP course like in college or, or high school. This goes back to like middle school as well. Mm-hmm. They are changing the way they are framing their wordage or verbiage uh, to uh, addressing slavery. Um, this is why we do what we do. I feel. Um, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Carl? <laughs> um, did you Did you hear about this story? Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. It's so the way they put it out there and the way they're acknowledging it in the textbooks is an interpretation. It's a story or a judgment on what happened. Mm-hmm. Of course, these folks would have learned those trades. Yeah. And anytime we learn something, of course, we'll use it to benefit ourselves. Yeah. But that's not a way to glorify or lighten up the fact that people were enslaved for hundreds of years yeah and are still struggling to recover from that culturally yeah and who's to say that they didn't already know how to do these things that is also true as if they weren't talented skilled intelligent people before coming over here and then and you know, enduring slavery. We survived millennia. <laughs> millennia. Before, before we were enslaved. Son. And, you know, we even lost some skills. Who, who's to say that the skills that were lost because of, you know, chattel slavery, America wouldn't be better for that. Facts. Big facts. We ain't even in that segment no more. Um, man, this this made me hot because I'm an educator. And, you know, I guess if if this was something that Virginia was doing, which I don't believe that this would ever happen in Virginia, but if that was the case, I would have to quit because there's no way I'm teaching or instructing like that. Um, I'm going to tell the truth, however ugly it is. And that's, that goes to, I'm going to leave, I'm going to say this and we're going to move on. That adds to a bigger problem. I feel like we suffer as a country is that, we deter away from the truth so much. Like, why can't we just tell the truth? Like if it happened, it happened. Like, can we acknowledge that deal with it and move on? Like, but like, it's almost as if the, the horrors of America, America doesn't want to look at it. Like America does not want to look in the mirror ever. And it's, it's what's tearing us apart. You know what I mean? And we're here trying to pull things together. Mm-hmm. Hey, America, you got to look in the mirror, man. Each of us, we have to look in the mirror. Like, yes, this is a great country, but this is also a terrible one. Like, like we, we have good things about us and we have bad things about us. That's, that's human. That's life. That's reality, right? There's good and bad things to everything. Um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, last but not least, before we have, I'll have three more questions after this and then we can close. Um, but the last thing that happened that I wanted to touch on was um, this is also from CNN Uh, Florida elementary school principal and teacher are placed on leave after black students are singled out at an assembly. Mm. Um, So um, the principal and a teacher at a Flagler County, Florida elementary school are on paid administrative leave 
after an assembly was held only for fourth and fifth grade black students who were collectively told to improve their school performance according to the school district, regardless of how each student was doing individually. The two school staffers were placed on leave days after the assembly was held at Bunnell Elementary School. And this was back in August, August 18th. Only African-American students from the two grades participated. Um, and this was told by the spokesperson for Flagler County Schools, Jason Wheeler. Um, that's what That was his statement. Um, but during the assembly uh, for this current school year, Goals and Objectives PowerPoint presentation was used that read in part, AA, meaning African-American, have underperformed on standardized assessment for the last past three years. That's what it says, last past three years. Um, AA is African-American, obviously, like I said. Um, and I, I saw the video of this and saw some of the slides and wow, mm -hmm. um, as an educator myself, and we're going to touch on school stuff this season too. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we had an episode on teachers, teachers that uh, we, we had a, a, a episode on segregation in schools, you know, our schools still segregated. Um, but I think this time around, we're really going to dive into more of what's going on in schools and, as if I was a parent and this happened to my child, man, man, we do a lot of challenging on this, this podcast, but man, I, you know, that's the reason why we sit in the learning seat because mm -hmm. I, I would have flipped. I would have flipped Carl. <clears throat> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like these things continue to happen. It's like, what are we, what are we left to think or do? You know, we just move on in our day to day. We move on to our nine to five with our lives, but it's like, we're broken. Something's wrong. And I feel like no one's doing anything about it. Well, we are, we're doing something about it. Um, and I know you guys out there, you embracers are doing something about it too. Um, so I, I hope this we, we bring you this news to, I guess, inform you that these issues that really presented itself back in 2020 is still prevalent, like it's still happening. And it's going to take each one of us to care about the truth and care about our communities. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. What do you... Why do you think this is problematic, Carl? It perpetuates a notion around performance and it overlooks root causes. Uh, the, the first notion around perpetuating performance issues, black people have to tend to over extend or over index on their performance in order to be recognized fairly mm -hmm. well not even fairly at that point but to be recognized for the same level that their counterparts of other races not just 
white people, but other races in the workplace and education in order to achieve the same outcomes. Now this is overlooking root causes because what tends to manifest itself as a mental health issue or a learning disability can often come from somebody's environment. Right. And if it's African-American people, I'm not sure what the makeup is, Flagler County, but, you know. We did a whole episode on food insecurity. Right. So food insecurity, if they're experiencing some insecurity around that, if they're low income, maybe people are resorting to certain things, they're not feeling safe, you know, that is also a contribution to, to this. So just putting somebody in a room of other people who may or may not be part of what they see as an issue mm-hmm. is not helpful. No. It's not gonna it's not gonna change the issue. It's just probably gonna make it worse. Yeah. You know, and it's probably gonna cause a perception among that community that these people are the problem. Right. Right. And um that'll continue to cause dissension, mm-hmm. you know, us being torn apart. But we're going to keep our head up. Let's do it. And um, we are going to continue to march forward in this in this season and all the things that we do here in Richmond. Um, so with this new season, Carl, three questions. Mm-hmm. First, what do we want to accomplish this season? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go first if you want to. Uh, Many. <laughs> But you asked a question. I was going to answer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do we want to accomplish this season, Carl? Um, I, I'll look at it as outcomes. What I hope to accomplish this season is us and even the people responding to what we talk about, mm-hmm. what we learn as we go, and what they learn, what we collectively learn from the other voices that we invite into our conversation to actually have an influence. I want yeah. to see something change in Richmond because yeah. we hit record. I want to see something mm. change in Richmond because mm. we invited somebody to speak on a stage. Mm. I like that. I like that, yo. I'm sorry for the dramatic pause, y'all, but yeah, I concur. Like, <laughs> I want to see things change in Richmond because we hit record. Like, can we, we putting it on a t-shirt. Remember that. Like we hit record (laughs) because we hit record is going on a t-shirt, bro. It has to, that, that hit me. That hit me on my, in my, on the inside. Wow. Um, what do I want to accomplish? It'll be dwarf dwarfed, um, against your words. Um, (laughs) whatever it is, it's going to be dwarfed. (laughs) My man said hit the record, but dang, um, you always put me on the spot. I don't know what to say now. See, well, you wanted we to see go what first. happens <laughs> when you go first. See what happens when you go first. <laughs> um, man. Uh, well, I'll give you my shallow answer first. Um, I would like for us to accomplish really getting, a, lack of a better word, fan base. Like, I don't want to say fan base because mm-hmm. I'm not, we're not doing this to get fans. We're not doing this to like be popular. Um, but I think it's a, a lot of what you said as well. Like, I want I want to be able to see an impact. 
because we're doing what we're doing, you know, and what, what we're doing is costing us, you know what I mean? Like it costs our time. It costs our money. Um, it costs our efforts. Like we put effort toward this. Um, and it is just a hobby. It's not bringing any money, but if it's, if it's bringing an impact, if we are, um, you know, growing in followers simply for the fact of like influence in Richmond, like, um, like the impact, then so be it. I want us to be able to grow in our, um, interactions. I want there to be a community of embracers, you know? Um, and we, we have a small one, but there, a lot of them are people who already love us, you know? Um, I want to be able to, uh, you know, hear from the listeners, you know, hear how they're growing. You know, I listen to a number of other podcasts that are really awesome. And what helps them is hearing from the people who listen mm-hmm. and say like, man, this, this really helped me, you know, and that actually helps us as well. That helps us grow as a podcast, um, being able to hear from people and people being like, Hey, like, you know, I, I didn't really understand when you did this or this was kind of weird or, you know, um, not just even just critiques, but just hearing how our words, like you said, um, impacted people. Yeah, there's more to the story. There is. There is. Um, and I, I want to accomplish. I want to meet more. I want I want there to be more tailors. I really feel close. You know, I feel like Embrace has a really great relationship with RVA Community Fridges. Mm-hmm. And I want there to be more RVA community fridges. I want there to be more collabs that continue to be a friendship outside the recording booth, you know? Um, but yeah, that's what I want to accomplish. A lot of the same, but you you killed it. I want that, I want that to happen too. Um, next question, how do we plan to go about this? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like an argument happening outside. It does. Oh, it sounds like a TV. So many sounds in this yeah. area. All right, go on. I clipped it if it's... If it's here. Yeah. Next question. Mm-hmm. How do we plan to go about this? How do we plan to go about what that? What do you think, Dom? <laughs> Throw it to me first. Um, well, if we continue to do the same thing, expecting different results, that's insanity. I plan to put myself out there more. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, cross pollination. Um, so, so like cross pollination means to me, um, like I, I talked about improv bridge nine bridge nine because, because of embrace bridge nine is now going to soon hint, hint soonly soon is going to be connected with RVA community fridges. They're going to be doing some shows with them or for them. I see. I see. That's because of embrace. Mm-hmm. Right. I do improv shows with bridge nine. That's cross pollination. I'm affiliated separately 
I'm 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 embraced everywhere I go. But I'm affiliated with Bridge Nine apart from Embrace. You get what I'm saying? And Embrace is your conduit. And Embrace is my conduit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't I was I'm not affiliated because of Embrace, but be, because Embrace is you know, my conduit. It can it can sit across from me as well, mm-hmm. which is really great. So I think to help us grow this community, you know, however Bridge Nine grows, however everything else that we touch grows, uh, those relationships grows, then we grow. True. At least I think. So um and I say also content. I would love to grow our content game. Um, I don't know. What about you? Uh, actually similar. So you, you nailed it right there. You crushed it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely being more present in the activity in the mm. city of Richmond. Yeah. Well, because people will be aware of us. We can mm. be aware of more things. So networking has yeah. got to be a part of it. Shout out Creative Friends Market. That's right. We, we, we supposed to collab at some point soon. And also shout out to um, uh, the Sweet Escape Truck. We're supposed to interview her. Okay. At some point. Nice. Yeah. Things like that. You know, meeting people mm-hmm. and and pointing them to like what we're doing and asking them, maybe invita- inviting them to see what they can contribute. Because there there are things about this that you know we can't achieve on our own. That's true. Yeah. So it it's, it's all about reach, and mm-hmm. um, I think. Pretty much that's what we, we need to do. It's going to take a little bit more effort, thinking a little bit more differently. So brainstorming, like, what yeah. can we do? How can we do that? Where can we go? Yeah, and utilizing um, Embrace Space. Yeah. yeah. Embrace Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You knock on enough doors, at some point someone's going to answer. Um, and why is all this important? It's important because our mission depends on it. Simply said, like we are trying to stand in the middle and we are trying to, we're trying to sew back together broken relationships mm-hmm. so that community can thrive. I don't want to stand by why, while Richmond communities fall apart. I mean, I can only imagine what's happening in Florida because of these things. I can only imagine what's happening in Alabama after that brawl. Like we talk about these different cities. What if next time it's Richmond? That's what I think about. Mm-hmm. And we are too, we have the tools already. There's a lot of people in this city that cares about others. We can't afford to fall like that. Not Richmond, not on my watch, not on Carl's watch, you know? Um, so we are dedicated we are here to give you give you some more, give you some four. And um, hopefully this season, you know, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Trying to keep going. Were you waiting to put that in there? No, I just, that was improv. Oh, okay, there you go. That was spur of the moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, the name of this episode is Give Give Me Some Four, season four. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I say all that to say um, it's important what we do here because community depends on it if we if we give up if we don't do anything then 
is is almost as if these past four years was for no reason. And I hate to think that. So um, I have some final words. Actually, I have a, a scripture. It's been a while since I've, I've um, talked about a scripture or had a scripture. And actually, shout out to Miller Notes. Um, Miller Notes, if you want to sponsor us, we're completely fine with that. Have your people call my people. Um, but Miller Notes has helped me really organize things in a different way. And I thought in my final thoughts section uh, of the episode, um, I'd bring back something we used to do. And that's really bring God into this because mm-hmm. Carl and I are not the saviors. Carl and I can't fix. We can't. We can help foster the mending of relationships, but we can't mend them together. That's not, we're humans just like everybody else. Just like mm-hmm. we were talking, I'd be fighting to. But God, on the other hand, is the author of mending. He mends relationship. He is the ultimate reconciler. And um, I found a passage in Galatians 6, 9 to encourage you embracers out there and to encourage us, but mostly encourage you out there because times are hard. And everybody is going through something. And I know that a lot of stuff that we talk about is motivation for you to do something. And a lot of you are like, I'm already doing something. That's why we have the shout out big facts segment. But I want to encourage you guys with Galatians 6, 9. It says, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up that is so encouraging during a time where it's becoming harder and harder not to give up to think that there is a harvest coming if we do not give up we can continue to do the good we know we ought to do if we continue to allow ourselves to have compassion to have character there's 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 no stopping the harvest coming now what is the harvest the harvest is restored relationships the harvest is a strong devoted committed united community here in richmond so that no one is in need taylor talked about that last season about how Man, what would it look like? What would it be like if no one was hungry? If everyone was fed because everyone shared? We can accomplish that here. That's what the harvest looks like to me. It looks like everyone in Richmond being taken care of. The rich and the poor. The well-off and the underserved. Everyone being taken care of. That's what makes Richmond great. And I think this is something that is super important. And this is what we're here to do. So I hope that encourages you. On our next episode, Carl and I will be starting our first topic of Richmond politics. We're going to dig into that. So I hope you guys stay tuned, continue to listen, continue to work. Continue to reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, please hit us up on Instagram at embrace underscore podcast to always know what we're doing, where we are, and uh, the conversation. Please 
please become a part of our conversation. We love hearing from you guys. We love you guys, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you.